Hey, good morning everybody. We are very excited to be back with all of you next week. And if you're new this morning and we haven't met, my name's Nathan. I get to be pastor at West Bowles. But this morning, I wanna bring up somebody who has served faithfully in our church for years, and that is Amy Shane. And what she is bringing this morning is something that is crucial to all of us refueling, as we've been talking about the last few weeks. And so with that being said, would you please welcome up Amy Shane? I want to say thanks to the virtual Nathan and to the elders for inviting me to speak this morning. I'm going to be talking on Psalm 46, and so I'd like to read it together. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, and she will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall, but he lifts his voice, and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear, and he burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Today, we are going to refuel on Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God. In the beginning of April, I started meditating on this passage. It was actually... A fluke, I thought I was supposed to be giving a devotional, and turned out I wasn't. <laughs> and so in desperation, I was like, okay, God, I'm going to meditate. But it kept coming back, and I kept meditating on it. And I ended up presenting it a couple different times. And um, as I meditated, I divided up the verse, and I reflected word by word, phrase by phrase. And I practiced listening prayer as I meditated. And the Holy Spirit would then bring thoughts to my mind and he would remind me of scripture that I had previously studied, lessons that I had learned over the years. And I wrote these down, wrote down the words and the phrases as the Spirit would direct my mind. Since then, I continue meditating on that verse and I've reflected on those things that the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And I'd go back to scripture and confirm everything. I have a spiritual director, though, that has encouraged me to teach from my experiences rather than just from my head. So in April and May, I found myself being drawn to stillness. And in June, I had the opportunity to go with a friend to Maui for an eight-day silent retreat. It was scripture, prayer, prayer, 
sweet communion. It was awesome, and I was filled. But guess what? <clears throat> That's not the context of this verse. This is not be still on an ocean beach with breezes blowing through your hair. That was my practice session. This is be still with God being a refuge in time of trouble. It's be still in the midst of the earth trembling, oceans surging, tsunami-sized troubles overtaking us. Wars, desolation, famine, hardship. It's be still in the yuck of life. All the trouble that Satan can throw at you. And throw he does. Physical troubles, relationship troubles, sex-related troubles, emotional troubles, spiritual troubles. This past month, he had a target on my back and on my heart. Our family has gone through spirits of deceit and confusion and division and betrayal, and it has been one of the roughest months of my life. And if it were not for this verse, I wouldn't be here right now. It is not as life, life as God intended it. We are a broken people living in a broken world, waiting in anticipation of a day when all things are going to be redeemed. But until that day, how do I, how do we get to a place where God is our refuge, where we know God is God, that God is enough, that he can handle all this, and he can do it without my help. The answer is in verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. The Hebrew for be still includes more than just being quiet. In Hebrew, it literally means open your hand, release your grasp, give control over to God. The verse also says that we have to know God, but it's not referring to intellectual knowledge, although it is based on that. The word actually means an experiential knowledge. We have to know him so intimately that we can trust him deeply. We have to know or experience that God is God. Today, we're going to have a bit of a different service. We are going to be still and we're going to allow God to be God by practicing a spiritual discipline called contemplative prayer, sometimes called meditative prayer. And it's actually a discipline that's made up of two others. It's made up of meditation on scripture and listening prayer. And we're going to practice them together, corporately, as a family of broken people living in a broken world. Meditation on scripture is not the same as the study of scripture though it approaches script, the, the approaches go hand in hand. The study of Scripture must always precede meditation on Scripture so that you're not led astray. It naturally allows for a conversation with God or prayer with God, and we are not meditating like Eastern forms of meditation. In those, one either empties their mind or it's a hyper-self-awareness. In Christian meditation, you are meditating not on yourself, but rather on a person, and that person's words. And that person is God. How often do you know something, but you don't actually feel it? Meditation on Scripture helps eliminate the division 
between the head and the heart. It does not emphasize feelings over knowing or knowing over feelings. You do your study to understand the passage for information, and then you allow it to penetrate your heart for transformation, for life change. It is said that in meditation, we bend our minds with all of our intellectual, intellectual faculties intact downward to our hearts. And by our hearts, I'm, not, I'm talking not only about where you feel, but I'm talking about that deepest, most interior part of you, that truest and most authentic part of you where the Holy Spirit dwells. The second discipline, listening prayer, is a form of prayer where one doesn't talk, but rather one listens for and to the voice of God. It requires being still in silence. And I tell you, in our Instagram, insta-distraction, insta-everything world, for people who've forgotten what sitting quietly and reflecting is like, this is probably one of the most difficult disciplines. It is the practice of training our minds, as I said, to listen to the voice of God. In his gospel, John teaches that the sheep know, hear the shepherd and they know his voice. Practicing this discipline develops within us the skill of discernment so that you are able to discern between the voice of God, the voice of the enemy, and your own internal thoughts. In listening prayer, you aren't just listening for a personal word from God, though sometimes you get one. Most of the time, I find he confirms scripture. He brings scripture back to mind. Sometimes he convicts me of sin, or he encourages me to act on something. Sometimes you just sit in his presence and you savor it. Today we're going to practice meditating on Psalm 4610. I'm going to walk you through the verse in five sections. In each of these sections, I'm going to share with you the words that the Holy Spirit gave to me. And I'm going to do it in the same way that they came to me, as though he were talking to you. I'm hoping that this will provide you with a beginning of a direction for your own reflection. And in between the phrases that I speak, we're going to have the most absolutely uncomfortable thing that you can ever have in a large gathering. Silence. During the periods of silence, I'm going to invite you to do one of two things. You can either meditate, reflect, ruminate on the words. What do they mean to you? What do they stir within you? Ask yourself, am I living according to this? If I believed this, how would I change? And I encourage you in this to try listening. Does the Holy Spirit speak to you? If so, you might want to be prepared. Take out a pen and paper before we begin. That way you can jot them down. If you hear something and if you jot it down, do not analyze it now. You absolutely should analyze it. You should take it to Scripture, but do it later in the week. When you go, search Scripture. Confirm that it's true, because the Holy Spirit will never say anything contrary to the written word. If it isn't in line with Scripture, dump it. If it is, but you know, you're not sure what to do with it, just continue in prayer. Don't, don't feel you have to act immediately. God is not in a hurry. 
Take it, go talk to a friend, a companion in the faith, a mentor, somebody who is further along in the faith than you, until that is confirmed or disconfirmed. Things that come from the Holy Spirit will persevere. <clears throat> if you don't specifically hear from something from the Holy Spirit, that's fine. You can do the second option. You can simply sit in the presence of God and let the Word soak into that most interior part of you, that part of your soul that Romans says the Holy Spirit hears the cries of your spirit that you aren't even aware of. And then he groans on your behalf, praying in line with the will of God before the very throne of God. I would encourage those of you who can't quiet your mind to just push into it a little bit more. If you find extraneous thoughts like grocery lists and to-do lists and honey-do lists coming up, don't beat yourself up. Just acknowledge their presence, release them, and let them go. Return to God's words and his presence. There's going to be some songs throughout the service, and you are welcome to sing, it, sing along as you desire, or you can simply allow the presence of God to surround you during the music. Do what feels most responsive to you. So I would encourage you, if you would like, you can bow your head so that your physical posture aligns with your interior posture. It's not required, but it, I find it helpful. So with all that being said, join me as together we bend our heads to our hearts. Be still and know that I am God. I am God. I am the creator, the creator of everything. Mountains, oceans, stars, galaxies full of stars, angels above, creatures on earth. I am the creator of you. I am the sustainer of life. I sustain your very existence. I am sovereign. I am in control. I am an omnipotent, all-powerful. I am El Elyon, the God Most High. I am omniscient. I know all. 
I know you. I am eternal, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. All beginnings and endings are in me. I am like no other. I am holy. And because I am holy, I am unapproachable. Be still and know that I am God. still and know that I am. I am. I exist. I am who I am. Yahweh, the breath of life. And although I am the holiest of holy, and because of that, I am unapproachable. I have chosen to make myself approachable. 
I am whatever you need. In fact, I am everything you need. And I am always available. I am Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. I am present. I am here with you now. I hem you in surrounding you. I am above you and beneath you, behind you and in front of you. I am on your left and on your right. In fact, if you have a relationship with me, I am in you. I'm your heavenly father, your Abba, your daddy. I am Jehovah Jireh, your provider. What do you need? I am Jehovah Rapha, your healer. What do you need? I am Jehovah Tabeoth, Jehovah El Elohim, your warrior and your protector. I am your shield, your fortress, your rock. I am Jehovah El Roy, the God who sees. Oh, my child, I see you. I see you. 
I am El Shema, the God who hears. I hear you. I hear your cries of loneliness, of sorrow, cries of pain. I hear your cries for deliverance. What do you need? I am interested in you. I care. I am full of compassion and mercy. I am love. I am good, so good. I am also just. I am your way of escaping temptation so you don't fall into sin. Call out to me and I will strengthen you. I am dependable and I am faithful. I am the way, the only way. I am truth. I am desirable. I am worthy of your worship.
be still and know that I am. unwavering, consistent, steadfast in your knowledge and your understanding. Know me. Experience me so that you know me in the depths of your being, in that deepest, truest part of you. Know who I am. Know my name.
dive into the depths of me and know my character. Experience my faithfulness. Be still and know. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see, all I have needed thy hand hath provided, great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. And now that you know who I am, be still. Open your hand. Release your grip. Stop striving. Stop trying to control. Let me be God. Experience me being God. Be still. Quiet your anxious thoughts and give me your burden. I am Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Find your rest in me, even in the midst of your suffering. Be quiet 
be silent. Be still. So now, in that stillness, be, not do, not think about, be, be here, fully here, be in my presence. Take off your mask. 
lay it aside. Be real. I already know you. Now know yourself. Look deep, deeply within. Don't be harsh or critical or judgmental with yourself, but be gentle like I am. But be honest. Let my spirit guide your heart now to any sin that may need to be confessed to reopen that path of communication between us. Now, receive and accept my forgiveness. Refuse to listen to the voice of the enemy who wants to bring shame and condemnation. Take a stand and resist that liar. I am faithful to forgive and I love a contrite heart. I made you. I love you. Embrace that beautiful soul which I created. I am restoring and I am now making holy. Be. Be the person I created you to be. Be my child, my son, my daughter. Be my beloved. Be.
Am I more than just the sum of every high and every low? Remind me once again just who I am because I need to As you walk forth into this week, remember the following. B. Take off your mask and be who I created you to be. Be still. Quiet your heart 
Stop trying to control. Let go of your grasp and release it to me. Be still and know. Experience me and find me faithful. Find me satisfying. Be still and know that I am. I am whatever you need. And I am all that you need. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. Be still and know that I am God. And so now I want to invite you if you have never had a relationship with God and you want to start one, if you have found you have a disconnect between your head and your heart in your relationship with God, if you have something that needs confessing either to God or to someone else here, if you would like to just ask God to deepen your walk with Him, or if God has touched something else in your heart today, I invite you to come forward and pray. Open your hand. We're going to sing one last song. If the Stephen ministers want to come to meet with anybody who might like to pray together, I invite you to come during this last song. Holy, holy. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall
Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to sit at your feet. Help each of us as we go forth to exalt you among the nations, to exalt you in all the earth, and to exalt you in our own lives. Help us to release control and let us experience you being God. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, amen. You're dismissed.